Welcome to another exciting new episode of Flavor House Presents. I'm your host, Roland Grams, and I'm here to tell you that this is Flavor House Presents, and with all that it entails, today is a motherfucking day. Great day, actually. Uh, feeling great. How y'all doing? I ain't never felt so great before. This is the greatest I ever felt. Today's the day. Today's the day. As you go on in your life without causing any misclaps and stuff like that and hope you never have a problem dealing with your feelings, I want you to know that being on Flavor House... As you listen to this podcast and many other podcasts like it, I hope you find that you always have a home in Flavor House, something to get your mind off of things. And if your mind's too busy, then continue living on your life and keep your mind settled. Keep your mind as calm as you can while your body moves and keep your mind in your own reality as you can move and progress throughout life. One thing I realized is that people might think that I had a spiritual awakening or whatever the fuck they call it after I took um, cannabis. That's not at all true. Because before I took it, before I partake in cannabis, I had multiple like spiritual like thoughts, thoughts of spirituality and Christianity and religion as an entirety. And I don't have any problems. I I have gripes, but I don't have any problems with religion. I understand most people have to have religion in order to organize their life. And organizing your life is a lot to do, a lot to take in and a lot to take out of. So you got to make sure you have your life in check before you can do anything else and That's why you must take a step off on a safe, safe way, the safest way you know how to take a step back or sit down for a while and learn and keep your head head on a swivel mostly because people try to will try to fuck with you at all times. So anyway, back to my point. When I took when I took uh, marijuana, the first time I took marijuana, I had before I had thoughts of uh, taking marijuana. I knew I I said no, thank you multiple times before I took marijuana, took partaking in marijuana. So I kind of I didn't know what marijuana would have affected me like in. In multiple lifetimes, you always have that restart where you don't you everything's new. So I'll push for is everything's new. Never had that experience with marijuana, and those are the examples that I have for you. And people who thinking about taking marijuana but don't know if they should or not, I would say wait until you have some sort of understand epiphany of your life. Because if you wait until you have an epiphany of your life. You're, you st- and your life starts getting better and better, 
And then you start realizing, okay, I can do this, that, and the third. And then maybe one day you have a, a friend or someone who randomly shows up and tells you, hey, you want to smoke? And then you're like, you know what? I got all my shit, all my ducats in a row, all my ducats in the order, all my ducks are there. So I will tell you to push through and... Understand that if you have fear going into it, you'll have fear coming out of it. So don't don't try to masquerade those fears as anything. Don't try to masquerade as anything but what you are. So once you find out who you are and what you are, then I would say marijuana would be your choice to do. Uh, so it'd be your choice at that point. And the reason why I took, why I decided to take marijuana or cannabis or hemp or weed, as most people like to call it, the reason why is because I was was bored one day. I thought I had all my, I thought I was in complete tune with myself and I thought I knew everything about the world. That's why I say you got to be not only physically Understanding, oh, here's where I digress. I took my first hit of marijuana was when I was 16. And, of course, if you're 16, you won't know whether your life in order or not because you're still living with your parents. And if you don't have a house, a job, feel good about your life, marijuana is not a drug for you because if you don't feel good about your life, you take marijuana and it makes you feel happy every time you get stressed out. Guess what? The first thing you're going to go for, marijuana. Then you're going to be hooked on cigarettes. And then after cigarettes, the gateway drug, you just took this gateway drug, which was cigarettes in the first place. Cigarettes is a gateway drug because it's illegal. It's, it's legal. I mean, my apologies. It's legal. Alcohol, legal. Those are gateway drugs because those are drugs that you take. Constantly. And once you take them constantly, you start to get addicted to the habit, not the actual consuming of that drug, but the habit of doing it. So if you take marijuana and you smoke every day, now you're stressing out. Now you're like, all right, maybe I need to stop smoking marijuana. Then you just start feeling better. You went over, you went over somehow withdrawal in three days. You can withdraw from marijuana. You go over that three-day stance to where you're like, fuck, man. Looking both ways, wishing you had something to do type shit. So if you don't have something to do type shit, you should never take marijuana in the first place. Because as soon as you try to get off of it, you're going to feel like you have to wane off of it. So now you automatically in a category where you're, in, you're a user addict, user interface addict. That's what makes you an addict, not the actual consuming of the drugs, but the fact that you have you continue to use the drug, even if you say to yourself you're not going to use it again or you're not going to use it as much. Once you say you're not going to use it as much, stick to that. Otherwise, you're going to start using it less and then all of a sudden you're going to start using it in bulk. When you start using it in bulk, that's when it becomes a different type of addiction. It becomes a habit-based addiction. And that's what I was talking about before, habit-based. Marijuana, alcohol, cigarettes, 
all the drugs that are illegal are habit-based addictions. Heroin, meth, coke. Well, coke is a habit-based, but in between being a bad drug in general, those drugs are drugs that you get addicted to one, two, or three times of use. So as soon as you start using those more than that, as soon as you start using those more than that, your body automatically becomes addictive or wants or craves something more, craves something extra, and you end up being affected by that in its entirety. And your entirety becomes too over overindulgence, too over-consuming, too over-analyzed, and you start to analyze everything in the wrong ways. That's why I say wait until you are collectively sound before you take any drug period beer is beer is the only drug that i can understand people taking not consistently maybe like on the weekends beer is the only drug i can see people taking that is not inducive to having a uh having the same prop the same proximate uh Diagnose. I can't diagnose things because I'm not a doctor, but I would say if I was to drink beer, talk to my friends, drink a little beer, perfect. I know people who drink Budweiser's all the time. I know people who drink Coors Lights all the time. Like All they drink is one brand of beer and they stick, and they stick to it. Those people are godsends because those people who have the most craziest stories, not the craziest stories, but like the most fascinating, they, those people I consider the most fascinating people, the people who don't switch up their intake. Like I drink this beer, that beer, and this beer, and that beer because I like different flavors of stuff. I like different beers, but I know people who drunk in every single past lifetime, they haven't switched up yet. They haven't switched up anything at all. They cons constantly do one thing, constantly do that thing for the rest of their lives and they're happy with it. I know people who build buildings for the entirety of their life and they do the same motions, same movements and everything. And I'm like, damn, they don't change up worth shit. And I'm here doing this, that, and third and I'm still struggling because they work their way up to where their mind is different than their body. The mind moves a different way than their body. They don't have to move with the mind. The mind moves by itself so their brain doesn't have to move at the same time as they have those thoughts because their thoughts are the same constantly. And because their thoughts are the same constantly, they have more things to get on with and more things to talk about, more things to learn about, more things to develop, more things to become with. So you want consistent behavior in your life. You want consistent behavior to the point where it's the consistency is no longer dull. You just like, okay, I'm consistent. Uh, it's what it is. And then you just keep moving. Like you don't get dull, you don't get bored of being consistent. You won't get bored of being consistent unless you bored of what you do. Now, if you're bored of what you do, then that's your own fault. You you said you liked it. You said you liked the job. You got the job, right? You said it's the best job you ever had, but something's missing. Something's missing. You better find that something. Save up your money and find that something. Because that's what people don't tell you. They, they tell you, follow your dreams, this, that, and third. But they don't tell you, save your money, follow your dreams, this, that, and third. Because you have to save your money in order to follow your dreams.
Because you're going to look stupid once you realize, oh, shit, I can follow my dreams now. Jump into something and you realize, hey, that costs money. Now you're stuck. Instead, you'd be like, okay, I saved up all this money. I can follow my dreams now. Bam. Hey, that costs money. Ba-ba. Still follow my dreams. And then keep it fucking moving. That's how you develop yourself. You don't develop it. Now, if you want someone to tell you how to do that stuff, go to a different podcast. This ain't a podcast for you. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm just a guy who likes to do podcasts on his own time. And yell out loud, this is another exciting new episode of Flavor House. I'm your host, Rolling Rams, and this is Flavor House, speaking for the ether. And I wish I had more episodes like that, where my energy just continues and continues and continues. Like, the greatest episode I did of Flavor House, I don't care who, who, get, who feels one type of way or another, was... Um, Fish, uh, did somebody say fish tacos? That's what was my favorite episode of Flavor House. One day, I decided to, I'm going to tell you the backstory of that episode. One day, I decided to go out, look on the internet, what to eat. So I said, what to eat? Fish tacos popped up. I was like, all right, there was fish tacos. There was um, enchiladas. There was lasagna. There was all these different recipes. And I said, there was one for fish tacos. I was like, I like tacos. Never had fish tacos. Why not? So I tried. So I looked on the internet. They said fish tacos. First, first channel that popped up was my homeboy with the glasses. Binging with batters. And you already know he cooks so I, he, he introduced me to the mahi, mahi. I say that again. My boy Benjamin with Babish introduced me to the mahi, mahi. Now, what's the difference between Babish's fish tacos and what's the difference between my fish tacos? Well, oh, they both got black beans. Okay. They both got um, marinated fish in the best ingredients possible. Simple as that. Okay. They both got, um, they both got onions. They both got uh, tomatoes, cilantro. Um, I put mine with guacamole. I don't think he did his with guacamole. Mine has rice. I don't think he has his with rice. But he has salsa de verde, prep. Now, usually, if you, can find, if you can find a way to cook salsa de verde prep, find a way to cook salsa de verde prep. That was too much for me. I don't use salsa de verde. I just use the regular red salsa. So those are the major differences between my fish tacos and Benjamin McVadrish fish tacos. Plus, I use uh, jalapenos, the jalapenos on mine. So that becomes jalapeno prep. I think he does use jalapenos. I got to look at that episode again. But I ain't seen that episode in like two years. So all of a sudden, well, six years, seven years, eight years tops. All of a sudden, Epiphany came back to me. I'm in my house. I just bought some uh, food. I decided to buy mahi-mahi, salmon, and sway fish. 
plus chicken, a little beef, buy some uh, bread and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Um, I just found out I had beans in my house that I didn't even know I had. I just found out I had uh, salsa in my house, and I didn't realize I had salsa. Then I started looking in my fridge, and I realized, okay, why do I have cilantro, beans, salsa, dipsa, all that stuff? You know what? Why not make tacos tonight? So I was like, well, I said enchiladas tonight. Not enchiladas. Um, I think it was, yeah, regular tacos tonight. And I was like, I just chop up the beef and do it that way. But I was like, you know what? I realized I can just go out and buy some mahi-mahi and make some fish tacos. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some fish tacos. So we went to, so, so I went out, bought some mahi-mahi, came back. Said, you know what? A great thing would do would be, why don't I just, why don't I just make a fish tacos, my special fish tacos, because I didn't feel like buying the uh the vegetable or the fruit that you would need to make a sauce de verde so i was like you know what i do it the regular way i did before during the during when i watched binging with babish so i was like you know what put that uh himalayan salt on that mahi mahi put that black pepper tail the mahi mahi little blackened and then Put, squeeze the lime. I squeeze the lime in the bag. Put it in the fridge for about a day or two. And then let that marinate. Marinate for a day or two. Come back to it later. Two days later, I was like, you know what? Why shouldn't I record this? I should record me making fish tacos. That would be a great episode. And I was feeling down and out. I'm telling you, that day I was feeling down and out. I'm glad that's... What was it? Six months ago into the past. And now look at it. It's the, probably the best episode of Flavor House. Fish to, if you ever watched that f- episode of Flavor House. Called, did anybody. Did somebody say fish tacos? It's the greatest episode of Flavor House I've ever made. So far. So good. And I was like you know what. I'm going to just. Yell out my gripes. And instead of yelling out my gripes on the episode. While cooking fish tacos. I just decided to just keep yelling. I just started yelling about fish. I just started yelling about tomato, jalapeno, uh, blackened bean, blackened mahi-mahi, the lime, the onion, the cilantro again, because cilantro is the greatest word you can say when you think it's in the language about it how the accent sounds, and I say Hispanic accent sounds like this, so I was like, yes, mahi mahi, that's that entirely different coastal line, I was like, why not mix it up, so I was like, boom, boom, bada, bang, and of course, I forgot to mention, I was supposed to cook the next day, too, I was supposed to cook the uh, sway filet, because of the episode got me so pumped and feeling like I could cook and stuff like that. So I was like, I can cook this filet of fish. Sweet filet the next day. And I never did end up uh, losing electricity in my house for about three days. So I had to throw all the food, throw all the, uh, I didn't throw all the meat out. 
because, well, actually, I ended up losing electricity for a few days in my house, like two, four weeks, I think three weeks after that episode. So all the stuff, all I, most of my food was eaten already. So I had to throw what was left in there in the fridge out, and that sucked. But came back, and now. I'm in that same predicament. Yeah, I'm in that same predicament where I ain't got shit to eat in the house. I'm hungry. I only got these raisins, bro. Only got these two bags of raisins. That gotta last me till the first. Two bags of raisins, bro. The first thing I'm thinking about is getting up, is eating out at the first time. I'm like, no, I got to save my money. I got to find a way to make some money. And me not saying, uh-huh. <laughs> But I'm over it. So, we talk about, today we're talking about, well, today I took a walk on the, uh, Innocent Tell Proven Guilty, uh, Andrew Schultz podcast with Ricky Valles. Have you ever heard that podcast? It's a great podcast. I know I did a couple podcasts in the past with uh, watching Joe Rogan do the, uh, what was the podcast? The uh, It was the Brian Redband podcast, the... Um, Butterfingers, Twix podcast, which was a great podcast. What else? Uh, I thought about watching Philip DeFranco's little podcast, um, Red Bull and Pickles podcast, which is a pretty good podcast. I just ate Red Bulls and Pickles. I just ate it and just kept it going. So then um, the best thing is Getting a podcast and listening to a podcast and then just hearing them what they have to say. They make some great fucking episodes, great, great points. I did the et cetera, et cetera podcast with uh, Joey Diaz. No, Joe, Joe Rogan. I watched that podcast, the et cetera, et cetera, which was a great podcast. The... Fugazi podcast with um Andrew Schultz. That was a good podcast on episode of Fragrance 2. Have you ever wondered why they called it Fragrant 2 podcast? Like, whatever happened to the first fragrant? See? That tells you there's multiple lifetimes, but they keep it on Fragrance 2. They never say Fragrant 3. They never say Fragrant 4. But they just kept it on fragrance two, fragrancy two. I guess they mean fragrancy two. You know what I mean? And that's a that's pretty much the bottom line of the podcast that I'm doing today. Eating some raisins, trying to figure out my life, trying to figure out why my hands move so much. And I realize that realize real. Realize, realize. You feel me? Three different words all sounding the same. 
and you would understand where I'm coming from. And most people would say, okay, this guy is just a loon talking about random shit on his podcast. Why should I listen to this? Example of why I'm a loon will be this. Okay, so in my life, times, there were multiple links to different subjects. I already told you about the first four lifetimes and how they recycled within each other. Then you have the sixth and fifth, sixth and seventh lifetimes where they encycled in each other. And that was when I was on my own, making my own decisions to write and do stuff. So I wrote, I wrote questions to, I started watching podcasts and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a movie about how, I'm going to make a movie about how on my fifth, sixth and seventh lifetime, I'll make a movie about how this guy, how this kid, um, and the industry as a whole of podcast industry is used to stop criminal activity, used to talk to your politicians, used to talk to your own local governments, used to speak through feeling and your local government can feel that and every podcast you write down like my fifth lifetime i'm gonna tell you about my fifth lifetime because it happened in between fourth and fifth lifetime i was writing it down then i was my pocket the podcast guys came to me which is joe rogan i'm curry on my fourth lifetime and that's when i said you know what i'm gonna start making podcasts now in my Fifth lifetime, I think it's around fifth or fourth or fifth. It's in between those time zones, time gaps of life. Because I, I wasn't counting back then, so I started like realizing I should start counting these. So, talked, in, talked about in the Lewis, no, it was a, it was one of the podcasts with a journalist in it. And I, was, I sat down in the seat, looked at my phone, typed in, seen Joe Rogan's podcast pop up, uh, popped it on, and then left it at that. I started listening to them talk, and for some reason I felt, I felt like, I felt this. This is something I felt. I, while sober, I'm at, so I felt this. Uh, I forgot the journalist's name, but he said, grab a pencil and we'll talk. Cause I'm guessing the journalist, the actual journalist was asleep and it was, uh, to me, he looked like Mark Maron. So Mark Maron came to me, I guess used, was talking, talking through it. So anyway, him and Joe Rogan was talking about, uh, Random stuff, life and stuff like that. I started thinking to myself about um, different different uh, lifetimes again. And that's when it came to me. They, For some reason, I felt like they was telling me to grab a pen and a pencil. So I grabbed a pen and a pencil. And then they say, right, uh, ask a question. So I asked a question. And for some reason, I asked a question. I wrote the question down. And then, like, I waited two minutes. Then I wrote the answer to that question down. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't know why I asked the question, then answered the question as well. But 
the video and the uh, sound of the video was was happy for some reason. Like, oh snap, this guy's actually writing a, uh, actually listening to the podcast and writing it down, which I I interpreted as later on Joe Rogan taking that as a prototype and using it to uh, host his other podcast. Well, not host other podcasts, but to push that format to his other podcast and start to making it on a grander scale. So you might hear someone tell you to pick up a pick up a bag of uh chips on the way out or something like that. I was that kid. I was that kid picking up a bag of chips. I was like 25, 24, 21. Pretty sure 21. 21, 23, well, 22, 21. Went out, got a bag of chips, came back. Went out, got the uh, Popeye's chicken, came back. Went out, talked about different food groups that we like and all that stuff. Usually in my head, I was just thinking about in my head, okay, this is how a conversation will go in in little bits and times you can actually I actually heard them say um like they was talking about it smells delicious what are we having and stuff like that but not like not that blatant you won't hear it that blatant you hear like a uh, little excerpt excerpts about certain things and certain topics so that moved that kept going on that kept it spiraling and keep and kept going so after that what was that? The fifth, yeah, the fifth lifetime was a motherfucker because I started writing more and more, and then I started right thinking, okay, shit, that's actually a good podcast. That's actually a good um, plan for a uh, movie. Make it to where the podcasters are just people who are trying to make the world a better place one show at a time, and they talk to their fans and make sure their fans are doing good, and they don't try to overexert themselves into their fans' life lives. They just try to give their fans inspiration to live on through their life and make sure they have something to develop themselves into through one way or the other as other way, or as other things go on and persist it start is you start to check out different uh different types of podcasts different types of things different types of uh like follow void, follow through voids. You start realizing the void. And and within that void you can create your own world. Not voice. Void. You can create your own world. Don't listen to the voice because the voice can trick you. Listen to your your in inner thought. Listen to your inner being Try to talk talk to people around you, communicate with people around you, get them to understand where you're coming from, and that will give you the um, discussion of that will give you that will give you the understanding in this in this discussion. My apologies. I was eating raisins, so. So after 
at I know it's the fourth lifetime. So after the fifth, six, after the fifth lifetime, at, during the fifth lifetime, I accidentally sat like a little off in my seat. I sat sideways. I sat like off to the side of my seat. I was like sitting straight up in my seat. Realize once I realized that, I looked at my phone and I went to the same episode. And they was like, uh, is this the right place? It's like, I don't get it. Like, they started talking to themselves for like about a minute. And I was like, are they telling me to move over? So I started, so I moved over one seat over. And it was like, ah, oh, that's it. And I was like, okay. So they do remember the incident. Not incident, but they do remember the uh, episode. So, well, you would say that some people would consider that uh, mental collapse and this, that, and the third. You're having problems figuring it out. No, that's not it. I understand that um, I, I couldn't write down the same, I couldn't write down questions anymore because it was too, it sounded like it was too over insinuated it was too much it was too like you couldn't write down the uh question they was so i said okay i stopped what I, I won't write down questions and i just have a conversation so i grabbed the beer actually uh this time i grabbed headphones and i walked outside grabbed a uh it was either a coke or a beer I think I grabbed a Coke that first episode. No, it was definitely a beer. I, I followed through. I grabbed a beer the first episode, the uh, first one. They started talking about how this and that was um, like different types of flavors. And like they started making themselves seem like they were uh, vineyards and stuff like that. So I got tired of that, but I... I was able to write in between drinking a beer and writing. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Drinking a beer, writing. So then I wrote the same, I wrote different questions this time. And I wrote, uh, I wrote the answers to those questions as well. And when I had, when I was done, it was all like, well, what was Y'all might ask, what was those questions? Well, if I can remember, it was, what is the meaning of life? That was number one. Then they said that was boring, but I consider you can figure it out on your own. So I was like, okay, the meaning of life is to uh, move forward and understand. It was like a, it was like a, um, it was at a, it was at a standstill. Like the answer to the question was like everybody in the room agreed on it. Answer to every single question that I, like every question that I asked was questions that I thought of and then the answers for those questions was like everybody everybody was in agreement with it. The next lifetime or because I never watched the episode again. Or am I breaking down my, no I'm breaking down too fast. Okay I did watch the episode again and I watched it with beer. That's why I drunk that's why I had to drink beer. Because we already submitted. So I drunk beer and Watch the episode again. I think a week later or the next day. I can't remember. So I uh, went on 
they were talking about how it's like a vineyard or something like that. It was like, that's stupid. Or one or two things happened. It was either Coke. We had a Coca-Cola. I had Coca-Cola on the pot. I was drinking Coca-Cola. And we started just thinking about random stuff. Then we went to uh, the beer episode. Then I drank beer the third time I watched it. Now, I say third time because I didn't watch the same episode more than once. I didn't watch the same episode more than once because I didn't want it to be like, well, more than twice because I didn't want it to be like over exaggerated. So I can tell it's it was either, let me see, the next lifetime, it was during the day. So yeah, it was definitely twice or three times or twice that I watched it in one lifetime and then the next lifetime I was outside walking around listening to the episode and they were talking about headphones and I was running and jogging and stuff like that and they told me we can we can't really do this again so I guess I dropped my phone and it kind of made it kind of made no sense it kind of made little little no sense so <clears throat> So I went on to, in my own words, what you're hearing from my phone would be the answer to any questions that you have. And I remember um, putting on a headset and they were saying, yeah, it sounds like headsets. It sounds like a headset and sound like the correct guy and all that stuff. So I kept on walking. I talked to myself back then a lot. Except when I talked to myself, I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on the show and what I'm writing. So I focused on the show and what I was writing. And I wrote um, characters. I was building up characters. Each character had their own designs. Each character had their own uh, flaws and strengths. Uh, I started adding in each... I started adding in uh, guests from each episode. Then they start... Then Next, uh, the it would have to be either the fifth. It had to be the fifth one. Fifth one is when they started adding in um, more. They started. I started seeing more podcasts pop up. Like more podcasts were popping up by different comedians. For at first, it was just a bunch of comedians, and then like after comedians, it was uh, I had a couple podcasts that I heard without comedians. It was um, what was his name? The guy who does lo-fi music. He had a. He had, I listened to him, I listened to the lo-fi music a lot, and that's when I got into Alan Watts, and definitely the fifth fifth one, I got into Alan Watts, no, ooh, fuck that, it was definitely the fourth one, the fourth one was uh, cute, I can feel that shit, the fourth one was Alan Watts and all that, Alan Watts, Terrence McKenna, um, Call John, different pot, different uh, different lectures and stuff like that. The um, uh, Jocko Willing and all that, and that's when I started thinking about the dream that I had. So yeah, it was a dream that Jocko Willing was telling me about a number two pencil. And how the pen is mightier than the sword. 
And so I was like, okay, Pen Mighty have been sword. I decided to, I decided to uh, understand that when Jocko when Jocko was talking about uh, let me see he was talking it was uh, yeah I can't I, yeah now I'm getting it mixed now I'm getting the actual signal okay Pen Mighty the sword those were dreams um, second dream he told me. Uh, uh, you can't write this stuff down anymore, or something like that. Not this stuff, but or it's highly classified. If you write it down, so it became highly classified. I wrote it down, and I wrote it down highly classified. I started getting um, these feelings like I gotta do this, do that, and do this. So all this fear came to me at once. And I had to stay on my schedule. The fear was all about sticking to my schedule. If I waned from my schedule, I would, uh, I don't know, I collapse in fear mostly. Or I will uh, commit uh, like subukuri or something like that. So I wrote down, so I wrote down all this stuff about um, the different podcasts and how each one had different leaderships and each one had their own following, following and the following had to be broadcast to the state representatives. The state representatives agree with that following. They continue to ask the question. They continue to ask the questions about how to make better decisions, better choices. People ask them questions about how to make better decisions, how to make better choices. And then every once in a while you you go, it will go further and lower. So sometimes on some days it'd be about like strict subjects and on other days it'd be about leisure, leisure subjects. So, uh, Continuing with that motif, around fifth lifetime is when I started hearing voices in my head. Like I, instead of being on the podcast in general, it started coming from instead of feelings, those feelings turned to voices. Those voices turned to uh, cognition. And once, once I had cognition of those voices, I realized I see people moving their feet and you can hear voices coming from their heads. Like, as soon as you look at a person's feet, you start hearing them talking in their head, hearing the voice, hearing what they're talking about in their head and following their footsteps. Then you go to the next person, hearing what they talk about in their heads and follow their footsteps. And then I started having that cognition. And still I had a that bad feeling that came through like okay what's that what's that feeling will be so not what that feeling got to do but i don't know why i thought of that like see you still can hear certain voices in the background that's probably people outside anyway so let me uh pre So after that, it was, it started off as, okay, so what is it? What, 
what can all this be? I think more and more, the more and more I started watching the episodes, the more and more I realized more people started coming to war, coming to, let's just say my phone for now, with 40 answers, for the answers. And some of the people started going, uh, started listening to podcasts more and more. And then you got, so then you had, uh, I think my first, experience was with Theo. Joe uh, Joe Rogan went from talking to me about spirituality, uh, gods and gods, to talking about uh, drugs. And not like heavy, like, no, they were talking about everything from heavy drugs to low drugs. And it was like, okay, I guess he's on that, that tangent. And then mine went to another tangent, uh, so I just I just decided to watch an episode of Theo, and that's when I went from thinking, okay, I'm not going to be an alcoholic one day, and Theo said he had a lot of uh, he had alcoholic tendencies or he or something like I can't remember I can't remember the exact words. It was um in running running in his family as well, so I. He told me to go get a gay raid. Then he started talking to me about these uh, these things. So I got a gay raid, started walking, listening to Theo podcast, and that's when we started talking more and more. Someone spit, and so uh, when so when that conversation lasted about. A podcast episode. I think back then podcasts were about thirty minutes or an hour. I can't remember exactly, but we. I talked to. I drunk Gatorade while he talked to me through the uh, phone, and it was pretty good. So I was like, "All right, cool. I'll try to." So I drunk two Gatorades and then went back to watching Joe Rogan podcast and told me. Uh, I told myself I'd go get something to drink while watching the podcast, so I went to go get something to drink. While I was in there, my feel like my body started moving to like where like where he didn't want me to go or where he did want me to go. Or each the host and the uh guest was talking and then they was like up. Uh, like every time I moved to grab a beer, he was like up uh, and then I stopped. Stop thinking about. I started thinking about um, beer. Then I was like, nah. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe. Then I did it again. Up. Then I was like, you know what? Nah. So I had fear of that. And he, and he was talking about like alcoholic tendencies and stuff like that. So I closed that one. Got the gator. Got a coke instead. Then um, after coming back a while, I realized, you know what? If I was to be an alcoholic, it would have been. In the cards, it would have been written in the cards anyway. Damn. It would have been written in the cards anyway, and this, and it would have been nothing I would do to prevent it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna drink a beer because I need to de stress. So I de stressed. I de stressed from that uh, inc- incident. Hold on. So I gotta
All right, my apologies. I was talking about, um, what was I saying before? I was saying about how one, I probably didn't record all of it anyway. All right, let me summarize what I was thinking before my phone cut off. I recorded, uh, I was talking about the having beer, watching, I was talking about, I was talking about having I was talking about writing a book on a podcast, writing a book while listening to a podcast, then the next day watching that same podcast episode with a Coca-Cola or a beer. I can't remember if it was Coca-Cola or a beer, so I remember it was... Same episode, I think I got a beer right away because it was excitement. I got a beer right away. They needed me to get drunk. I needed me to get drunk. So I needed me to get drunk. I drunk a beer, watched the same episode, came back to the episode with another beer. Then they started talking about how it was a vineyard and shit like that or whatever. You know how people read dreams and stuff like that. Interpret different ways to... Clear the room, make it peaceful. Came back to the episode with Coke. Uh, I'm thinking the affirmation. Yeah, uh, Coke. So, came back, watched the episode with Theo about alcohol, alcoholic, all alcoholism. Cut through, went to another episode. Um, two weeks later, watched another episode, drunk another beer. And it was, um, all of this was about writing the book, the book that I was writing. And the reason why I think not, not my phone is talking to me or talking through me or anything like that. My phone was speaking, they were speaking words in my, they were speaking words that, in my head, kind of sounded like they was having a conversation with me. So I went, maybe I was drunk, I don't know. But I wasn't drunk the first time, and I answered the questions, and we was all in a uh, agreements to what the answer was to the questions that I had, which was meaning of life, um, existential, existential questions, et cetera, et cetera. Came back to that episode episode halfway through the episode uh i guess i didn't have the beer then they cut it off for some reason my phone cut off i went to sleep went got back up started having these episodes in my head where okay i have to do this that and third i started like having fear about deadlines deadlines to where i had to do this deadlines to where i had to do that so i had these deadlines that I had to meet and the pencil they showed me a pencil and they said you gotta get rid of the pencil I don't fucking know who said it at that moment but they said I gotta get rid of the pencil so I was like alright what's the next thing after pencil Some th- something in my mind said uh, paper as soon as they said paper I went from pencil pencil pen- I went from pencil okay now I have two pencils all right, paper clip. It went from having three strikes 
to turn it into a paper clip. Paper clip, I threw one pencil at it, and for some reason, someone chased it. I threw, I went back to the paper. Once I walked through, they went back to the paper clip. I looked back, came forward. I, uh, vision of pencil came in my head. I went, boom, paper clip. So, kept that going. Went back to, went back and forth like that for a little bit. And it was in movement. It was in movement form. Look back, did the same thing. And I started having that and I started realizing, oh shit, I'm technically doing the same thing as when I said that the podcast mentioned that I uh, forgot my wallet or mentioned that I want to cheat, uh, you want something to eat. So I was like, yes, I would like something to eat. Go get some cheeses so we can follow you or something like that. Not so we can follow you, but so we can understand what you're saying. So, I went and got the Cheez-Its. Ate the Cheez-Its. Went and got the... This happened over a period of time. Different stuff, different podcast, different people. After a while, I got fired from my job. It was always the book. It was always my job. Then the book. And then my life. Not always. It was always, alright, so let's say, let's take it back for a sec. It's always the podcast, then the, then my job, then a book, then uh, back to my po- back to my podcast. So always played, it always played in that kind of cycle. It always played in that kind of cycle to where with a book, podcast, podcast, book, and I re- started realizing, okay, cool. Now, it happened when I forgot to play wa- lo-fi music, because normally back then, I was uh, I was anime nerd, so I'm always an anime nerd, so they are, it was, <laughs> it was always, it was always going to... To lo-fi music, I always went to lo-fi music, and I always listened to lo-fi music to uh, ease my thoughts. So I listened to lo-fi music for a while. I simply wrote my scripts for a while, 10 minutes of each, and then I was like, all right, cool. 10 minutes, and then I got a page a day, a page a day, a page a day, and all that added up until I got multiple pages. Then all of a sudden, I got this random phone call that sounded like a, uh, it sounded like someone that I didn't, I didn't know called me, so I hung up, which now, which now became a popular motif of my fucking multiple lifetimes that from now on, I hear these, I hear these nuts and then like the same time that I, I got the answer that just said hello and I hung up, nowadays it says these nuts and then they hang up. So it's like, it's kind of fucked up because I went from like almost having an epiphany to realizing that nowadays what happened in your past lives can change from important business deals to just fucking scam 
calls. And that's what happened in all my, in all the lifetimes after the eighth lifetime. After the eighth lifetime, most of it was these nuts calls. It was definitely around the ninth lifetime because the eighth ninth, the eighth lifetime, we was mentioned, they was going back to, back and forth from gods and drugs. They went from gods and drugs. Like if you have a drink of alcohol, or if you if you drink drinking alcohol or smoking weed on a podcast, you hear about gods and stuff like that. And after then coming back to that same podcast or another podcast, back in the day it was a lot easier because podcast wasn't big as it is now. You went from you smoke you smoke or drunk alcohol on this podcast, and it mentions gods and drugs and like uh, battles and epic battles. Naturally on like history, old history podcasts, you hear about battles and stuff like that. So, and when I was smoking weed, I hear about it, stuff like that. Anyway, then it started getting to where it started being changed from drugs and alcohol to well, it started being the conversation after that. The conversation became drugs and alcohol. So I started realizing, okay, why is the conversation now drugs and alcohol instead of talking about like ships and deities and stuff like that, which was a lot cooler, a lot cooler of a lifetime. But we went back, to, went back to basic life, wrote down, I started seeing people's footprints, like hearing their voices in their heads, speaking through me, through their feet. So they move their feet, and you start hearing these voices in their heads telling you, not telling you about them, but just like telling different things about them. Then all of a sudden that went from telling different things about them, the next lifetime being look away for a bit. So then, like, you start realizing, you start finding these little loopholes that different voices use to take the thought that you had and use that as their own voices, but in your voice. So you have uh, manipulating factors of good versus evil in a way, but it's really regular fucking people versus regular fucking people as the wind talks to you. So the wind, if you ever hear the wind and you ever try to focus on the wind and try to not focus too hard... Just let it pass through, and you'll start to hear voices in the wind. You look to your neighbors, they start talking about one thing, then all of a sudden, next time you see them, or next time, next lifetime you hear them, that conversation changes off and on. Like, I think people talk to themselves, they have half what we, what I learned in my dream was called a, a double sentence or. Yeah, double sentence where you get that pause, you know, like where you're in the middle of a conversation and then you get a pause and it helps like it helps people who you're talking to know what you're talking about. So without letting people around you know what you're talking about, but around white people, for some reason, around white people, it feels like they're talking about you when they do that pause because they, when they do the know, know what I mean? It's like they're doing it because you're there, not because they actually having a focused conversation within their heads.
But when black people do it, you know they talking. They, you know they talking to each other in their heads. That's why we have all the. That's why we have slangs to begin with. So when you put weed on top of that, and you just gone to another dimension of not only talking to each other in your heads while you conversate, but you have to conversate. That's that's the rule one. You have to conversate. Because if you don't conversate, it's just going to look like you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when that pause come up. So you thinking, okay, this is what his, uh, I'm seeing him, I'm seeing him, he moving, he moving. That's why people move and they talk at the same time. They move and they talk at the same time. People don't understand. People won't hear or whatever, what have, whatever they talk about. That's why I like that's why I like conversations. Conversations of all conversations of all types because you start to hear these voices more and more, less and less. And you start realizing, okay, this is why this is happening, this is why this isn't happening, this is why I'm okay, this is why I'm not okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I realized that even if you're not okay, you can still go to sleep and cut this off. Probably boring to you anyway, but I'm learning that more and more as I, as you eat, whatever, at this point, you drink, whatever, at this point, you start to hear those voices of that contentment, those voices that talk back to you at a finite level to where there should be no conversation, you start hearing different voices and then you start realizing, okay, laugh, all right, so if I'm hearing this guy right, my dreams actually make sense to me if that that happened in your dreams. Think about your dreams. Think about, okay, this is what happened to me. This is what I think. This is how it happened. So let's say... After they talked about gods, after they started using gods as a motif, the entire the UN, entire UN decided to crack down on podcasters. They say you cannot talk about gods and you cannot talk about uh, drugs in this way and that way unless it's uh, categorized. So then they started using um, categorizations as governors, lawyers aristocrats and such and such. Then after a while, you got the swine flu. That was the era of the swine flu to some. To some who never heard of the podcast or heard of podcasting, that was the era of the swine flu. To others, next lifetime came up and they needed a uh, scapegoat, so they made it to swine flu. Congratulations. Then... They, uh, that went on. Next lifetime, they had the bird flu and the swine flu. And the ones who've been day one since A1 with all podcasts in general, I'm talking from... That's when Fragrancy started coming in. That's when Theo Vaughn started getting more, like, more, like, elaborate backdrops. That's when all that stuff started happening. And you started just getting... Uh, references to diseases and that's when they started talking about okay we can't talk politics in this way so we're going to talk politics in a different way 
That way people don't get hurt. But some countries was like, no, nah, we need something to quell this. And hopefully we inject uh, pigs and shit with certain diseases. And hopefully they follow through people we don't like. So it would annihilate the people who having these conspiracies, talking to these conspiracies. Because they think most people who think conspiracies and stuff like that are not clean, not healthy people, not vibrant. So, okay, since we're not healthy and not clean, that's the only way we can kill. That's my conception of what happened during the swine flu. That's my conception of what happened during the uh, bird flu after they realized they can't contain it within governors, past presidents, past governors, past references to politics. They used the bird flu which became present governor's present policies and present tense. That they keep in their little black books of names and what what have you. And whatever. Add whatever to it, and you kind of get that same thing, that same reverberation. And you start realizing, okay, these this is why... This is why some people get irritated at conspiracies because they talk the truth, but they talk the truth in a way that doesn't sound realistic. It sounds realistic as fuck if you have a long enough conversation. That's why I like having a back and forth conversation because a back and forth conversation is you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk. And that way I can hear if I'm throwing shit out of left field and you're not catching it. Or if I'm throwing shit out of right field and you catching it just a little bit. And as long as you catch it a little bit, you start to realize, okay, walking through, walking through, I understand a little, little make it starts to make sense. So now you have the swine flu. I thought, well, from what I heard, when you had uh when they had when they was talking about George Bush a lot on podcasts and when they was talking about um, Southern governors and all that, when they talking about race problems and all that on podcasts back in the day, and I'm talking about lifetimes, not just 2000s, not just early 2000s, I'm talking about different lifetimes. Because bird flu is when you started getting... Um, like when you start, when Joe Biden was actually president, Kamala Harris was an actual vice president. And for some reason, she was the first president, vice president, my apologies. She was the first vice president. There was no Obama because that didn't take place until a couple lifetimes ago. I think about three or two, two or three, because there was no Trump. There was all Trump. Never ran until after Obama's presidency. It's literally a government conspiracy. There was, uh, I think, there was talks about Trump running because Gore was running or some shit like that, and it was a joke. Everybody knew it was a joke. Fast forward a couple presidencies later, let's just say skip one lifetime just to make it safe type shit. You can have a conspiracy with that. Obama, they skipped one Obama presidency and then the next presidency, it was Trump again. Because back in the day, it was 
I think Joe Biden was a uh, Republican. I'm not sure. For some reason in my head, before swine flu, before uh, before swine flu, basically, he was a Republican. And it was Obama, Joe Biden. Then they decided to switch that. And because they always go in order, they always go Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. You'll see it in history books. You'll see it in anything. That's naturally one truth about all of it. That's one truth that everybody can agree on. That's how the consent, not that's how the quote unquote people see see that consensus. After having that thought, you go on and thinking about, okay, now they have the presidents following these people down these rabbit holes instead of them going off on tangents by themselves, having it with people where they can co-mingle and understand, which is about the space that you would start to feel deceit. So, um, I don't know why I said it. Why I said deceit. I'm trying to think. Because that wasn't in my... uh, That wasn't in my past uh, conversations. Usually because I didn't want to say suspicious folly anymore. Because I didn't want to say... Folly in general, because that would literally just make it completely obvious to what is transpiring on in the political uh, realm of these conversations. And through that, you'll see different different takes on that. Through if you watch different podcasts, you'll see different takes. Yes. If you have questions right now, write down those questions. Either get back to me or watch another podcast and try to figure it out yourself. Research it for yourself. But I will say this. One thing is one thing. That's a dangerous road to go down because I've been down that road too. And they don't like you talking about conspiracies. No matter who you are, they don't like you talking about conspiracies. That's just the uh, World Banks talking. When you get to the World Banks, that's when the... Your governor would step in and tell you, hey, you can't talk about those type of policies. You can't talk about those type of conspiracies. You can't talk about those type of things. And now notice I said policies before I said conspiracies. I'm just saying, sometimes you have to have one hand and tie behind your back to have this conversation, but sometimes you don't. That's what it is. So since that's what I was, that's where we went through. That's where we went by. We have these conversations and they, well, I don't have these conversations. We, they saying we, we have these conversations. We have these conversations. We have these conversations. Who are they? Who are they who say, do we have these conversations? You start to realize, okay, why am I even talking about this? Subject. Exactly. Just fuck up. Just a fuck up. 
So, now that we um, we covered all the all up until before the time of COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen is when the celebrities. Anybody who wasn't a politician started getting scared about where their job lies, where their business business lies, and how they're going to work their business plans. And then you start getting these celebrities who kill themselves and these celebrities who take drugs, take too much drugs, take too much things. That's a conspiracy by itself, but it's not in the same realm as the conspiracy that I'm talking to you about today. It is, but it isn't. I just don't have the uh, full time to talk about that many conspiracies all at once. It takes a huge underlining to talk about this much conspiracy. So I either need someone to ask some questions or I need someone to answer the questions as best they know how. Call me crazy so I can figure out what parts is sounding mixed up. And that's when I need that out of voice to talk to me. Okay, where am I going wrong? Does it sound right? Does it sound like it makes sense? Because after a while, I realized, okay, it doesn't sound like it makes sense because the part that I'm making sense on, the parts that that are going out of my mouth isn't catching up in a full capable sense. And hmm. So then you start to realize, okay, maybe you, maybe, maybe people are trying to hush you and stuff like that. Now it sounds like I'm talking to a therapist within my voice. Like if you ask that question to a person who's not crazy, if you ask that person to a crazy question, if you ask that person to a person who's not crazy, they would think it's a question. And especially since I'm talking to myself, it sounds like I'm having an inward battle, which means that I can't really have this conversation on COVID time because COVID time is exactly that. Celebrities started getting fearful about their jobs. So I don't know if anybody but me felt this, but I started feeling uh, more and more celebrity presence if that's uh makes sense like the episodes that I presented I started feeling like um like not even episodes I'm not even talking about my uh, phone I'm not talking about anything about my channel I'm talking about like my real life life like I remember hanging out with my daughter she was riding her bicycle, and for some reason, I felt like like my brain was feeling, and I wasn't even high at this point. My brain, it felt like Zach Galifianakis was a clown, was wearing a clown suit in my brain. Now, back in the day before COVID, around bird flu time. You would think of a fat dude 
Like, you would think of certain movements made you realize, okay, something fishy coming along the way. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear a cop car in about two minutes. So, I was like, okay, cop car in two minutes. I just keep uh, pushing my daughter around until I hear that cop car. Nowadays, it was... Nowadays, it's Zach Galifianakis in a clown suit. I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Not a damn thing. Go back inside. My daughter wanted to paint my nails. I was like, all right, fuck it. It is what it is. I let my daughter paint my nails. And I realized that for some reason, at this same time, it was... Before, like, I remember before Lifetime, I was, my daughter painted my nails and I had a conversation and a conversation about life in general with her and it was beautiful. This time, I had that same conversation, but for some reason I was like, I was feeling like Ryan Reynolds was in my head now. Okay, Ryan Reynolds in my head, what the fuck does that mean? And I couldn't have that. I couldn't have that same conversation with my daughter as I wanted to, because it was a conversation about painting my na- painting my nails and like regular life things. And I can't even remember the conversation because you have those blocking factors. It's a blocking factor. Why am I thinking about a celebrity when I'm with my daughter trying to enjoy a day of getting my nails painted, enjoying her company? That shit started weighing in my head. Okay. This was after the fact that I went to the uh, insane asylum. If that helps people realize, okay, he's, cra- he's just crazy talking on his phone. I can calm down now. It ain't have nothing to do with me. Good. It ain't had nothing to do with you. Make sure you get checked and go to the hospital. Because either way, the way you feel has to be separated with the way words are. So... When you feel a certain way, start to start to move your body and see if your feelings go away. Like running, jogging, uh, elliptical exercises, push-ups. Try to get your body to move until they feel different. Now, at that point, I can say the same thing about uh, Joe Rogan podcast. I did push-ups on Joe Rogan podcast, and it was like, okay, that's how they, that's how they build you up. They build your motivation up, and that's what podcasts are supposed to do. It's supposed to build your motivation up to be a better person. And when I see these different podcasts, I see different podcasts all the time, and then you start realizing, okay, why is not only why is I'm getting followed by the voices in my head, but why is the audio being followed by the voices in my head and their conversations not making sense anymore? Like their logic to their conversations don't make sense anymore. Or their logic to the conversation starts to loop as it does. You start to realize how do they have a three hour podcast and the audio loops, even though the video is still recording in that podcast. Then they'll tell you uh, NPR, you start hearing NPR in the background or different voices coming on the interception, not now now it's a football game, 
Suspicious folly. So the interception starts to. Uh, they start to. You start to inter- having these intercepts interceptions in the conversation, and that conversation continues to progress. We will call the cops. I'm just kidding. You start to have these conversations, and the conversations uh, stays in between two flat portions, which for which it stands. It's two flat portions of conversations, and you start realizing, okay, this is the con- this is um ah oh shit. Now I'm being stuck. Excuse me. So yeah, you start to realize that. Then you start to realize why they start doing more companies, why they start doing more advertising on schools. Like when you have think think of a thought that you had in your brain. Okay, in your brain that's a thought. What is the thought in your brain? In my brain, let's just say I'm thinking about school. All of a sudden, not not one minute, one not one second later. You press a video, and the first uh, com- first thing on the video pops up is um, a video about college. Or next video is this, or next video is that. And then you're like, okay, this is kind of weird, but I can understand. Once your body stop- starts telling you, once your body starts telling you, that's not working anyway. Once your body starts telling you that you're that you start feeling different celebrities coming into different conversations, or let's just say Theo Vaughn start looking like um what's another celebrity that Theo Vaughn looks like? Besides Chris Farley. Or they start talking they can talk Chris Farley all they want. That's just going to be another stationary detail. So, the conversation goes on. Let's just say Joe Rogan starts talking like he's uh, Ryan Reynolds. That's just a perfect one. And you can't hear, you start to hear that. You start to build your life, not around that, but start to move your pup, move yourself. You start to feel like, okay... Maybe I need to go outside. I'm just flustered. So you go outside, get that in, and start realizing what is going on around here. Is it you or is it them? Then you start realizing, okay, I know exactly what it is. So, yeah, conspiracies. That's why I don't like talking about conspiracies along with it without someone present because there's no, it just sounds like a complete, complete clusterfuck. And I guess I, in that episode of Flavor House, not only having you confused, not only having you feel like you might have wasted your time, probably bored or scared shitless. One of the three. But I would like to tell you, be wary of who 
be wary of how be wary of your how you of who you encounter in your life. I'll leave it at that. This has been another exciting new episode of Flavor House Presents. Now she'll see you again on another episode.